Hello, gay beings. This is Paul Angelo here, founder of the Big Gay Family Social Program, where over the past 12 years we've innovated, and today we have the methodology, the men, the spiritual practices that transform your social life overnight, literally overnight. If you want to leave behind frustrations about being single and all the headaches and hurt. And disappointments, then don't wait. Join us. We've got everything you need. If you're new to my channel, please don't forget to subscribe, so that you don't miss out on the free workshops about spirituality, about sexuality, and about achievement that I'm going to be sharing with you on this channel. So hit subscribe, and let's learn together. So now let's talk about. The content of this podcast—it's going to be very special, and I'd like to share with you an idea about sex versus happiness. That it's time that we talk about this because the conversation about sex is changing in our culture. We've already had 40 years since 1980 into now 2022, so more than 40 years of all the sex, and I think by now you've had a lot of different variations of experience of sexuality. I'm sure you've had fuck buddies. Then you had lovers. Some of you had lovers for long periods of time. Some of you for just a few months, and then you were able to see how sex works in long-term relationships. How it's different than with fuck buddies. How it's different than in short-term relationships. I'm sure you've had moments where there was no sex at all, and so we've had enough variations of sex to now have a more Objective understanding of how sex really contributes to happiness, or how it takes away from happiness, because it sets into motion behaviors and habits that weaken us. And that's the perspective I arrived at in my life that I'd like to share with you. I've had sex with lovers across the span of ten years, or six years, or with fuck buddies. And at the end of the day, I've come to a conclusion that. Focus on sex takes away happiness. It takes away stability, and I think it's time that we accept this as the actual reality of sexual experimentation, sexual pursuits. That most of you have had a lot of sex, and also you've had opportunities to meet people for friendships and relationships where sex would not be ideal, but you sacrificed them. In the name of sex, and I'd like to ask you to learn how to do the opposite, how to sacrifice sex in the name of happiness. You're not really sacrificing anything, but initially there is this mental sacrifice. There is this adjustment of your thinking about sex, because sex becomes this habitual impulsivity, like an addiction. It's really nothing that's real, that's stable, that produces meaningful change, that's positive in your life. In most situations, if you're honest, and I emphasize the word honest, if you're honest, you're going to realize that sex weakens you, and all the pursuits for sex weaken everything in your life. They destabilize you. They produce friendships and relationships that are unstable because you want to mix sex everywhere. As a result, you're lonely, maybe even depressed and anxious, 
and you're not making progress in your life with your career, with your money, with your health. Just the opposite is happening. Because we need human beings in our life to prosper. We need positivity. We need encouragement. Loneliness contributes to deterioration of our health, mental health, physical health. There's so many studies about loneliness, how it disrupts progress, how loneliness contributes to the absence of validation. And when we are not validated, we have anxieties. For most of you, if you want to understand where anxieties and depression come from, they come from the absence of validation. So, for example, hypothetically, if you had a roommate, just a roommate, and with that roommate you had daily conversations, and he validated your reality, whatever is happening in your life was validated through the conversations of your roommate, that in itself would stabilize your life. You would not have all those anxieties and tensions. You would not have all the depression on a severity level that you would have had if you had no roommate. Some of you have roommates, and I'm sure you can understand this. And I remember when I used to have roommates, I also felt empowered by the presence of another person, especially if you have a good roommate. So that's the assumption here. If you have a roommate who's not gay, this is not going to work the same way because he's not going to be able to validate your gay life, your gay behaviors, your mindsets, your perspectives, your thinking. So for this to work, you have to have someone who's gay to validate you. And so the validation is necessary for our baseline stability of our psychic. If we don't have friends, if we don't have healthy conversations, that validation is absent and you become anxious and depressed. And you think that this is a chemical depression. All kinds of people think, oh, this is something that you're going to take a pill and result this. No, you can't take a pill for that. That depression and that anxiety will get worse and worse and worse because you're missing the most important ingredient of mental health, and that's validation. We need validation for healthy mental functioning. And so loneliness takes that away. And exaggeration of sex and all the focus on sex makes that go away. And that's why it's impossible to be happy when you constantly pursue sex, when you are rejecting people because they don't fit with your sexual compatibility ideas. That all results in loneliness at moments when you need people the most, at moments of crisis, at moments of anxieties, fear, at moments when you are not doing well. You need human beings to be in your life to validate what's happening in your life and to offer an optimistic, possibility-driven, futuristic perspective that despite all the challenges, you can be strong, you can be loving and caring, you can have all the beautiful things in your life. But that perspective is not there when you're by yourself. It's very difficult to generate that perspective when you're constantly by yourself, hooking up with people, wasting a lot of time, and focusing on sex. So this message is an important message because all of you, you've already had all the variations of sexual pursuits. And so you know, I don't have to remind you about this, you already know this, that that kind of life does not work. It simply does not work. You cannot be happy when you lead with sex. 
You cannot be happy if you're rejecting people because they don't match up with your sexual desires. You cannot be happy if you are ending up in a space of loneliness at the age of 40, 50, and especially 60 and 70. You need human beings and you need healthy conversations and frequent and consistent healthy conversations in your life because that is the baseline for healthy mental state. And then you bring in sexual neutrality. And so there is some learning to do about that. In most cases, our pursuit of sex and the sexual connections with other gay men is the outcome of emotional difficulties, is the outcome of inability to enter into intimacy, difficulty communication. And that's why we rely on sex to compensate for fear of intimacy and poor communication. So if you were to learn how to open up on an intimate level, if you were to learn how to communicate deeply and intimately, guess what's going to happen? It wouldn't matter the sexual compatibility factor with other men. Literally, that would go away immediately because you would realize that through intimate conversations and emotional sharing, you can receive all the depth and all the beautiful feelings of connection. And then sexual neutrality can be arrived at. You can work through your sexual insecurities. You can work through your body image insecurities. You can work through your compensatory forces for lack of something in your self-perception that has to do with sex, body image issues, genitals, penis sizes, and habitual sexual impulsive behaviors. You can work through all of that. But to work through all of that, you're going to need to open up on a communication level, on an intimate level, before even sex happens. And then you work through the insecurities that I mentioned. And then sexuality can be a much more neutral place. And sexual compatibility can work with a wider range of men. The whole concept of sexual compatibility is the outcome of all those insecurities that have not been processed, inability to communicate that has not been fixed or upgraded, and fear of intimacy or inability to have intimate conversations, intimate space with each other. That's why sex and sexual compatibility becomes this substitute, becomes this, not just substitute, but becomes this space of imagination. We imagine that through sex you can receive intimacy and communication, but you can't. You have to speak with words, with your mouth, not with your ass or your penis. Intimate conversations and the space of intimacy cannot be opened up through your ass or through your penis. It has to be opened up through dialogue and communication and the caring that is demonstrated through communication and the dialogue and the intimate space. You cannot demonstrate caring through sex. Have you thought about it? Think about it. How can you possibly communicate concern and caring about another through sex? It's just the other way around. We are abusive and violent in sexuality. And so then after sex, we go back to a state of trauma, state of invalidation, state of hurt, betrayal, and disappointment. And that cycle repeats itself over and over and over. 
And the only reason why sexuality is such a potent space is because we have hormones, you know, we have erections. And so that then sets into motion a cascade of behaviors that are automated without real consciousness. And so we run on automatic pilot with sex for decades. And the entire gay culture is set up to enable that. When you go on the hookup apps, everything is set up to enable all of that behaviors that are without consciousness, without thought, without intellect. And so we end up lonely. And loneliness is the most common experience in gay men over the age of, say, 40. Because you have decades of a buildup of all of those habits that are compensations for insecurities, fear of intimacy, inability to connect through communication. And now almost nothing is possible. And unhappiness, depression, and anxieties are the routine experiences, the emotional states for all of us. What I'm suggesting to you is a major transformation that inevitably will have to happen if you want any sensation of happiness and possibility. You will have to work through your insecurities. You will have to work through your inability to connect on an intimate and emotional level. You will have to upgrade your communication skills and you will have to enter into a platform for human interactions that facilitates frequent, loving, caring communication conversations across the span of multiple months, even multiple years. And that is, my friends, the recipe for happiness for gay men. Happiness is around the corner for you. It is. But there are complex behaviors, complex states of mind, and complex insecurities that stand in the way. And so you're going to have to work through them, be willing to work through them, and surrender to the process of healing and the process of transformation. It's not complicated when you know how to do this. I've done this with clients over the past 12 years. It's not complicated. It's not difficult. What's difficult is the acceptance that sex is not the answer. That's the most difficult thing. Once you accept and once you look at your past, once you take into consideration all the variations of sexual behaviors and who they invited into your life, once you accept all of that, and once you bring consciousness and thinking into that, then the decision that sex is not the answer should be self-evident. But sometimes it takes self-reflection about that and a lot of honesty and brutal honesty to make that decision. I've made that decision a long time ago and my life is different. I don't waste time. I don't hook up. I don't spend hundreds of hours on hookup apps. I don't do any of that. Because a long time ago, I've accepted that sex is not the answer. Sex will never be the answer. Yes, I have sexual fantasies just like you do. Yes, I jerk off to porn too, just like all of you do. But I do not take that into my real life. And I'm recommending you do the same. Your real life is real life. Your fantasy life is your fantasy life. Your sex life often is that fantasy life. There are reasons why we have all these crazy fantasies. They have to do with conditioning, with all the humiliation, with all the shame that we are enduring on a regular basis. 
And the way to heal from that shame and that humiliation is to act it out. And that's why our sexual impulses are so potent. That's why we are mostly aroused by violent sex. Because that is your mind's way of healing from the trauma and the devaluation and the humiliation that we endure across the span of decades. Your sexual impulses are affected by it. Your arousal engine is affected by it. To assume that it's not going to be affected by all of that disappointment, humiliation, devaluation would be silly. It's all psychology, my friends. Whatever you have exposed yourself to over the past 20 years through sex is going to affect your consciousness, is going to affect your sexual impulses. It will affect how you develop arousal. And the way that we can test it out today is to ask you, are you aroused by violent sex? And in most cases, if you're really honest, you're going to say yes. And then we ask the question, then what does that mean? Do you want to continue to be aroused by violent sex? Do you want to invite into your life people that will act out that violent sex with you and then hurt you even more? Do you want to continue with those patterns? I honestly hope you say no. Now, I understand and I accept you in your current state and I understand where it's coming from because I've had the same thing. I had fantasies of violent sex too. And the moment I accepted that those fantasies are not healthy for me, it's the moment I entered into transformation, spiritual transformation first. Because all of those behaviors, they hurt your spirit. They hurt your sense of self. And that is the foundation for life. And if that foundation is disturbed, it's a big deal, my friend. It's a very serious thing because it will affect every area of your life, not just your sex life, but your mental health, your physical health, your ambition, your drive for life, your ability to be a high performer in life. All of that will be affected if your spirit is hurt, if your sense of self is disturbed by all of that shaming and humiliation that happens through violent sex. So my friends, we have the understanding of all of this. This is nothing new. This is nothing strange, really. This is nothing unusual. Most of us gay men, we have that disturbance of our spirit. And we have the methodology to transform that, to heal that, and to bring happiness to your life. This is the work I've done over the past 12 years. This is what I promote inside the Big A Family Social Program. And that's why we have so much goodness and love that happens to our members inside the program. And I'm challenging you to see it for yourself. It's a different world. It's like a difference between hell and heaven. I know this is a comparison that probably you are not ready to hear. Happiness is around the corner. And this is good news. You can have a wonderful experience of your gayness today. You don't have to suffer anymore. You don't have to struggle anymore. You can enter into a beautiful space of love, caring, happiness, fulfillment, and sexual transformation. And we offer that inside the Big A Family Social Program. Okay, my friends. I hope you join us to do that. Visit the website at biggayfamily.com and I'm looking forward to seeing you in the program. 
And thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And I'm super excited to share with you another podcast really soon. And those of you who are not subscribers to my channel, please subscribe, hit the button below. And I'm looking forward to sharing with you another podcast really soon. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.